small to our latest episode of Pure Dead Gaming Afterlife. Today, we're bringing you a spoiler cast for Hogwarts Legacy, giving our thoughts and impressions. Previously, we have covered Metal Gear Solid, The Last of Us, Detroit Become Human, and Red Dead Redemption. Should you wish to listen to those, calm your tits, hold on, listen to this first, and go back at your earliest convenience. Joining us for this episode is Pure Dead Jess. Hello, Jess. Donnie. Hello, Donnie. Hello. And returning favourite, Ben from the Grumpy Gamers podcast. Hello, Hello favourite. Okay, I like that. I like that, Monica. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Usually it is Jess that hosts uh, How Did This Off Legit Get This Gig? But actually, I have been allowed out from underneath the stairs to host for one week only. The cupboard under the stairs. The cupboard under the stairs. I'll see what you did there. You're like, you're like Harry Potter with no magic. <laughs> oh, magic. Yeah. By the- I, bring, I bring the magic. By the way, I've got a confession, um, and you never noticed it. By the way, when I when I wrote that little intro blurb, I accidentally wrote Red Dead Redemption Two. We haven't done Red Dead Redemption Two. We did Red Dead Redemption One. We didn't do Number Two. You just fucking read that out. Yeah, you? you did, motherfucker. You just read that right out there. I could have put anything in there. I could have wrote anything. You just read that out. See, the thing is, Jess is that good at editing that that too and this entire is gone. conversation <laughs> will be fucking gone. She will chuck you right under the bus. That's getting skipped right in. I'm an actual retard and she makes me look great all the time. <laughs> how, how is everyone? Great. Yes. Had my third barbecue of the week. I'm loving life, mate. Wow. Third barbecue. It's been that sunny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's honestly up here. It's... I, I've... <laughs> Where where my garden sits, I get the sun like on the left hand side. I don't know if it's a fucking east, whatever. But it's my my left arm is burnt to a crisp. It is been roasting all week. Three barbecues, and I'm loving life. Oh, glorious, glorious, loving it. The weekend is pishing of rain, and next week is supposed to be snow. Typical Scotland, but all good nude. I'm, I'm the same. I, I've burnt myself today. I was sitting outside and there was a gust of wind, but the sun was there. And so I was just sitting out in a pair of shorts and I was cold, but I was like, it's one of those colds where you're like, I bet I'm going to burn at the same point. Like I'm freezing, but I'm probably burning at the same time. Yep. And uh, I just came out of the shower before we started to record and I was like, oh, fucker, right, I'm pink. I thought that was just from you playing football. No, <laughs> no. Shows through football. Okay. Like a gazelle. Oh, for fuck's sake. Like a gazelle on steroids, man. What? A full team on my back. Unbelievable. And ben, how are you? Um, I'm good, I'm good. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a little bit sunny down here. I've got, I played golf yesterday, playing golf tomorrow, playing golf on Sunday. It's all right. Life's all right. <laughs> you rivaling Donnie for barbecues. <laughs> oh. Have you got Eddie? Uh, so uh, Eddie's back. Is he playing golf? I know he was. He he's was, he was busy this week. He was good. Yeah. Kids playing good. golf. You know, he's he's busy good. when it's so when he, when he needs to be busy for him, he'll be busy. <laughs> 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 when he when there's a podcast to record, maybe he might be busy, but not for golf day. No, 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 no. <laughs> Priorities. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Jess, how are you? Good, it's nice to be on the other side and be asked questions instead of being the question asker. Yeah, you actually had to leave the house for work today. That must have been quite traumatic for you. Whoa! I know, and I've got two overnights next month. I but that's time away from the kids. That's like a fucking holiday. Absolutely. <laughs> and you. Oh. <laughs> and by Can the way... I'm the biggest kid in the house. Aye, that's true. 
And fun fact, Jess, you pointed out before we started recording, this is the first time you've actually spoke to Ben. I know. Yeah, I know, it is. But yeah. listen to your voice many a times. So. <laughs> You've <laughs> had to endure. You, Jess. <laughs> I don't know who's more happy, Ben or Jess. <laughs> it's nice not having to edit. It's good. Yeah, she doesn't have that luxury. Like, <laughs> that, that avenue's <laughs> taken away. <laughs> so, yeah, we are here today to talk about Hogwarts Legacy, a long and development game. And I think we'd just start off by sort of gauging was, what was everyone's excitement levels for this going in? Start with you, Ben. Yeah, I, I was really looking forward to this. I Like the last couple of years, I always thought this game looked great when we saw it, you know, when we just saw snippets. So obviously you heard kind of not a lot about the development and, and it was almost like mm, there could be some some issues there. But I was always pretty hyped for it. I think behind Diablo 4, it was Probably my most hyped game of the year, actually. A big Harry Potter fan, so uh, yeah, this was this was a pretty big one on the list. So, Donny, what were you? Um, in terms of Hogwarts, I'm not a Harry Potter fan. Okay, I'm not. I'm not a 14 year old girl, so I'm, I'm not really that interested. I mean, and... I, feel, I feel I feel like that's a personal attack. After it, what it, I was, a that's okay. it was a little that's bit. Okay. It was a little. That's okay. It was. It was. It was. It was a little bit. <laughs> and. Um, Yes, I wasn't really that arsed, and like Harry Potter games of old, you can you can take them or leave them. Like let, let's let's be honest here, they ain't fucking masterpieces. But when was must have been what eight months ago when the first real preview video came out, and everyone shot a brick and went, "Holy fuck, this game looks great!" I was all in because what I, Ben, I said this on your podcast actually. What seems like an eternity ago, a couple of months ago, is that what I liked about that video was the fact that they showed everything. Like they went, "This is what you're going to do. This is where you can go. This is the power. Mm-hmm. This is this." Blah blah blah. I thought, do you know what? Fair play. They went, "Let's let's just put the big net out there and cast it far and wide. This is our game. We hope you love it." And at that moment, I was all in. Yeah. Was it maybe when you discovered its looting capabilities? Pretty much, yeah, yeah. I was gutted when Hermione of the first film wasn't in it right enough, you know. Yeah, she's in most of the films, I believe. Mm. And yourself, Jess? Probably set in the middle, to be honest. The both of you is like a, I'm more of a Harry Potter fan than the new Donnie, but probably <laughs> I'm, you know I wouldn't say I'm a massive, massive fan. You know, I did read all the books when they came out. I've seen. I'd classify someone that's willing to read a book a massive fan. <laughs> fan. Yeah. Um, that's fair. But, I, you know, I've, I've, I've probably read the books, uh, watched the films, but then I've not touched them or looked at, you know, watched anything in a long time. So, I don't know. I probably, you know, I've got fond memories of it, but I couldn't tell you the ins and outs of the Harry Potter universe. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I was intrigued by the game. I remember playing the PS2 game, which I. I really enjoyed at the time, so yeah, um, yeah, I was excited for it. Although I was a little late to start as well, because what was I caught up on for spoken? Yeah, yeah, you wanted to finish that yeah. first. Um, yep. So the game obviously centres around Hogwarts. Uh, what did we think of the design and the surrounding world overall? Personally, like uh, the minute I saw Hogwarts, I was like, "Holy fuck!" Like I was so. Yeah unbelievably like it was it was just after obviously you do the first sort of like little, little bits of tutorial and then you arrive at Hogwarts and you just see it in the credits rolling I was like holy shit like this is impressive 
Mm-hmm. I was instantly, instantly, instantly drawn mm-hmm. in. But the minute I saw that castle, that's that that school, it's like this shit is hot. I thought it was really impressive when you know that first kind of like uh, cut scene you get brought in, and then suddenly that dragon appears. You're in like this action kind of cutscene then and you're like oh shit the game's starting um and i thought i thought that set a great pace to it to start with you then like are in this it feels magical from the outset and then when you actually Mm -hmm. get to hogwarts it's like oh shit this has real grand scale like i I thought how they presented it how they um appeal to fans but also to people who were just kind of now approaching it and saying like this is a grand game we've put in a lot to this like the presentation of it was was second to none i thought yep yeah i think like i don't know even just the the first you know experience you get of walking around hogwarts like i just it's so alive you know there's conversations happening there's people everywhere you know in the common rooms ghosts floating about the wall portraits are talking to you as you would expect and it just it just felt so alive yeah i mean like obviously i never I'm I'm on this side of the hosting duties because I haven't completed the game, but I did put like 15 hours into it and early on, walking about Hogwarts, I was completely blown away. Like, I did not expect this level of quality. I, I expected a sort of 7.5 out of 10. I expected corners to be cut. I, I expected it to be good, but I just, I didn't, I don't know, I didn't expect the level of all the portraits moving. Yeah, like that sort of thing. Like it just, it felt so alive, and I thought they did a great job as well. Of I don't know if you you'll understand what I mean here, but like you would walk around, and each door almost looked like it was it couldn't it wouldn't open. Like in most games, you go around and you see like I don't know like a door or something like that, and it just it's almost like highlighted as if it's like, oh, that's an accessible door and this isn't. But the whole world just looked completely grand. Like it almost, it reminded me a little bit of, I don't know if, play, if any of you played Resident Evil Village, but see the mm-hmm. uh, the sort of first section when you get to the, the mansion. Yep. Just the the level of like reflection, the, I don't know, just everything just seems such high quality. Yeah, and obviously, like, like with the game, like you will have stuff like if you hang around too long, conversations are getting like you'll hear the same. Yeah, you'll hear the same conversation again. You'll walk by and the, uh, it's the same dialogue and stuff like that. Off on another adventure. <laughs> but if you just take in that experience and you're walking through, like, I mean, the word is magical. I think more than one of you have used it so far, and it totally was. Yeah, totally was. I, I think it's really interesting that you you say that you, well, how you're talking about it. You played 15 hours because I I actually think that my how I feel about this game and even like this part, like the actual introduction and the impressions and the world, how I felt about it after 15 hours was completely different to how I felt about it come the end of the game. Like it, it, it changed completely for me. But that first, what I thought it, the impression that it gave for at the start was so damn good and polished. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, is like, I, I never at any point, like I, I got the platinum. I think I, I think I sunk 55 hours in and at no point did I, kind of you know like some games especially open world games you get that fucking you get that tiredness where you're up and you're down and you and, and you, you kind of get that that slog i never felt that with this game 
And like, I remember at one point, and I, I put this in the Discord. Obviously, like like Hogwarts is amazing, and, and Craig, you, you you nailed it when you said about the but the the picture frames and that, which obviously is reminiscent of the film. I remember at one point going down, and like some of the pictures were playing music. There was like an Irish jig, and I'm like, this is fucking quality, you know. But I remember at one point leaving the school, and I remember saying, like, I don't think I've been back to Hogwarts in five hours, like in literal five hours of game. Like I was just just veering off in in numerous directions, and throughout that entire sort of 55-ish hours, I never felt that I got bored of finding new things or seeing new areas. Like, like Hogwarts is magic, right? But so is the other areas. Does that make sense? What I'm trying yeah. to say, yeah? Yeah. yeah. I, Donnie, I'm at 80 hours, I just checked, and I wow. feel like I've not even scratched the surface. Like, also I've completed the main story quest and everything, but I, I, like, I've still got so many Maryland drives to do. I've not got all those stupid moon things like and i've like a lot of the the areas i've just still not been to wow i i love that you guys have that kind of feel like that it, it's really counter to how i felt about the game towards the end i just thought i i couldn't be asked with any of the extra stuff come the end i wanted it to end like when i realized that the systems they don't go anywhere like there's no point to anything i just it really fell over after about the 20 hour mark for me okay um and i went through to the end and, and finished it and 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 i it's not a bad game and and i'm sure we'll get into it but it's, it's not a bad game but that that initial 15 hours i thought this was like i donnie when we spoke about it on our podcast um yep. I, like after that first week i was like this is a this is a nine or ten out of ten for me because i'm such a harry potter fan like this this was just like yeah this is amazing yeah but then it kind of just I, I couldn't bring myself to do a lot of the stuff which i just at the end i just thought was just busy work and just i couldn't i, could, I mean couldn't, that's obviously it it, it's it it becomes very typical open world because you've obviously got numerous quest markers numerous things you need to do like the maryland trials and stuff and i think obviously there's it's not like a hundred of those or something. Oh, there's mental. There's mental, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I remember one day just deciding, like, do you know what? Again, we'll, we'll kind of come to this, but I might as well bring it up now. I mean, the, the, you know, the, the, the traversal on your broom is fucking amazing, by the way. Some of the best good, yeah. traversal in any game I've played. That includes driving games, you name it. Being on that broom felt fucking brilliant. So I actually enjoyed just going round on the broom, flying round for hours, going from trial to trial, marker to marker. And I think that's how I got through the platinum in, in quite a decent amount of time. I think 55 hours is not bad because I just decided just a couple of days to go, I'm just going to fly around because I was enjoying it. That's the thing. I enjoyed just flying on a fucking broom. But mm-hmm. on that journey took me from Maryland to Maryland to to this, to this, to that, to that. Because obviously there's they're scattered everywhere. They're all over the map. Mm. Um, and as long as I was avoiding those fucking spiders, I was happy to be on my fucking broom, you know? <laughs> I'm, I'm very interested then because, like, I, I mean, I didn't stop because I was having a bad time by any means. Like, there was just, I think I had a couple of reviews coming up and I just, I had to move on at the time. Yeah, I get it, I get it. It was it, man, difficult yeah. to go on the PlayStation at that time because this shin here's sinking 80 hours and um so i was relegated to the playstation while you were on the xbox playing it but i do want to get back to it but i'm interested to see then if like like i say because when i but at the time i stopped like it was not through 
like my enjoyment fade and it was just extenuating circumstances and so i will be interested to see if like ben i maybe like the magic sort of shows its ass or whether i will see it through like and, and enjoy it as much as, as donny yeah i mean I, I sort of feel like i have kind of reached that point as well though like i've i would say i've not i've still got lots to do um, and do you think you will or? I, I don't know like i've got other mm. things i want to play now and i've i feel like i've completed it to the point that i'm satisfied yeah. yeah it's so difficult these days as well because there's just so much coming out it's frightening man like, oh yeah the next couple of months as well if you've got oh, anything next... that's yeah. hanging over you no 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 the next 12 weeks is absolutely disgusting <laughs> it's uh, yeah it's it's bits amazing yeah yeah absolutely one thing I, i'm curious on your thoughts uh, you know within hogwarts itself um i perhaps expected a bit more restricted areas you know there i think there were a couple that are sort of quest related but then after that after you've completed those quests you are kind of free to roam so i, I kind of anticipated that at night time you might have to sneak around um you know you've got the disillusionment charm where you can get your like invisibility potion but i didn't really use that an awful lot and as i said i expected you know come night time you maybe would have to sneak about, sneak about but uh-huh. there's there's none of that and yeah that wasn't done as well as billy <laughs> those pre those prefects were on you. I think that kind of um represents a lot in the game that um a lot of it was very I, I found anyway quite surface level that everything seemed quite cool at the start or like the first time usage or it, it's it even starts at the start when you go and get your wand. Like when you go get your wand at Hogsmeade and it's like, Oh, this is cool and you design your wand and it's so what? It's just such a lack of nothingness to it. Like, just give me an arbitrary stat boost. Just give me a something. Just give me a something to make it feel like I'm impacting something. And then you move on to the broom. And it's like, oh, yeah, now you get to pick what your broom looks like. No, no, give me a stat boost or something. Give me like a, well, do I want this or do I want this? It's like it's like they, they did so much almost right. and it, But everything was just real surface level in my mm-hmm. Yes, I see. So, yeah, so you wanted you wanted yeah you wanted more of an RPG element to I know these. We have this, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which those uh, listen that, that that's a perfectly valid argument, by the way. Donnie, yeah, you think, said to me, yeah. you said to me like, um, this isn't really an RPG, and I was like, yeah. what are you talking about? It is an RPG. And then the more and more it went on, I was like, nah, Donnie was right. This yeah, is, Donnie's right. Yeah, Donnie's right. Yeah, and it I kind get of great. It, yeah. it, it was it was way more Magic GTA than. Yeah. like a, a proper RPG. Yeah. What, sorry, one thing, like, I, I, just when we're talking about the world, like, I spent, obviously, in the opening hours, you're in Hogsmeade, and, sorry, in uh, Hogwarts, and you don't really venture out for the first sort of hour or two. And I remember spending maybe even three, four, five hours just going about Hogwarts and exploring, and it was so grand and big and detailed. And, like, I don't at that point, I didn't really grasp how big the world was going to be Mm. because I was like, holy shit, they have put so much into this world to the point where sometimes even on current-gen systems, you you have to load through a door. Like, that's how much detail they put into this thing. And it was, I remember the first time leaving and sort of getting the, the sense of, holy shit, there's like, this is just a tiny portion of this. And I, I remember thinking that was really, really impressive. Like, because for those first couple hours when I was going about Hogwarts, I really thought that most of the game was going to take place in there. And so did I, yeah. That 
there was going to be yeah you could maybe like it took five minutes to get to Hogsmeade and there would be some stuff that went on outside there but I mean how much more can they have done here but it was a big world which was impressive really impressive I thought yeah I agree I I totally agree I, I I must admit I did not expect so little of the game to involve Hogwarts like, and I think that's kind of what makes it pretty damn good. From, from, like, like, I, I, you know, full disclosure, I love open world games. I love Assassin's Creed, Far Cry, the Ubisoft formula, as, as I kind of call it. Those are my kind of games. So this for me is up my street. But like you mentioned, Hogsmeade there, Craig. And like I remember, like like Hogsmeade's a magic little town. And like, see when you walk through, there's nothing quite like Hogsmeade. When see when you walk through Hogsmeade, it's such a cool place, especially at nighttime when it's obviously low light and and, and it's dark and stuff, and it just feels so homely. And it actually feels like it, it literally does feel like it's something taken out of what I what little I know of the the Harry Potter Harry Potter universe. Um, I thought they designed yeah. that really really well, and it and I felt as though it it fit perfectly into the lore, you could say. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Totally agree. And when the season changes to winter. Oh, and, magic. And it, it's a, that is yeah. really, that is a really nice touch. I thought that's really I good. stuck in winter as long as I could. I tried to make sure I did everything I could in that time. Yeah, absolutely. I d- did you like, guys, sorry, did you guys play on, on Xbox or PS5? Xbox. Yes. Xbox. Oh, Xbox, actually. Yeah. Xbox. Oh, so you, so you guys didn't do the haunted shop no. quest? No. Oh, my God. So I played it on PlayStation. So I got the, you know, the, the Jim Ryan special. I got the fucking extra mission, which is a haunted mission. And you, so basically, you get a shop in Hogsmeade. You, the, the shop means nothing, by the way. It's a, it's a quest. And it's a haunted shop, right, where you go in. And there's fucking mannequins following you. It is, it's proper. I, I literally, I kid you not, I had to take my headphones off to get through this mission. I couldn't do it. I was fucking, <laughs> I was fucking shitting myself. Yeah, this is, is that not more fun. Of a you pro- that's a you problem. Oh, it's a me. It's a, I'm, I'm, a sh- I'm an absolute. No, no, no. But this, like, if you, if you look online, people will tell you the same. This was fucking freaky. And I, and I, and I believe, I think it's coming to, to, xbox later on it'll be, it'll be timed won't it but honestly you guys need to play it it's fucking it's it's horrific <laughs> it's so good uh yeah i, I really hated it <laughs> see just when you're talking about uh hogsmeade did as well like don't get me wrong obviously it's a very small town and so that makes it easier for them to do this but i just again i thought it was really impressive that you could go in everywhere like that's I don't know, like, obviously, like, so, like, GTA and stuff like that, it's much harder to do. It's a full city. You kind of be walking into every shop, every house, every, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, and it was easier for them to do it on such a smaller scale. But just, I don't know, just from other games, like, rocking up, I thought there would be, like, oh, 70% of these buildings, you just walk up to the door and it wouldn't be accessible. Yeah. But you could go about and explore. And I don't know, that just, again, I thought it was a really nice bit of detail that you could just there was shops you could go into that you didn't even need to go in yeah or certainly during my time there, were, there was absolutely no reason to have an inside of it but they did it anyway more so obviously for for, for the sort of platinum chasers like myself that because obviously you had the you could then scan for the for the the scrolls and things was you're right that, mm-hmm. that was the only real reason but it was still a nice touch to have the level of detail because some of those shops yeah. were really well laid out i mean especially the um if you go to the sweetie shop 
which was like, I think it's on two floors. You can actually eat some sweets, the little samples, and they'll make you burp or whatever. And it's, it's, it's such a good level of detail. And, and outside the shops, the, it actually felt alive. If you compare like Hogsmeade there, I know it's small scale. Craig made the good point. Like it's small scale, so they could do, it's easier to do. But if you compare that to like any area in like cyberpunk, which I fucking love, like I love cyberpunk, but, right. but like this, it felt, alive it felt like there was music in the street wasn't there there was like just yeah it was just stuff going on it actually felt something real and it it felt like the uh the law behind harry potter and everything so excellent excellent job yep and yeah obviously donnie you spoke about the uh the traversal around the world the i remember getting the the broom and just being like holy shit this is really good this is it was just it felt so seamless yep like, I, I didn't expect them. Well, sorry, before launch, I didn't expect them to nail that well. But I remember a couple of days before the game came out, there was a kind of two-minute video that leaked of someone going about in the broom. And you could tell from that video, I was like, oh, that looks really fucking good. Um, so from that point, maybe I sort of changed my tune. But, but yeah, I, I thought they absolutely nailed that big time like and that was something that could have so easily like i think like you said donnie when you were going for the platinum you you were having so much fun just flying about that it didn't feel like a chore and i feel like if they hadn't nailed that then it would have like it could have totally changed the game yeah the the, the best compliment i can give the traversal is, is that in open world games one of the biggest advantage is fast travel Every game, I, I'm sitting playing uh, Burning Shores, the the the, the, the uh, Forbidden West DLC, and you've got camps which is fast travel, and you use them, right? But see, in this game, I barely fast travelled. I broomed everywhere because it was so much fun. And even mm. when you get your mount, because you, obviously you get this beautiful fucking I don't know big fucking bird thing. I don't know what the fuck it's called. Hippogriff. There we go. Like I'm like no no I'll take I'll take the stick between my legs here you know I'm I'm fucking using yeah. this thing because it was yeah because yeah. it was so much better than flying a big. That's interesting because I I really liked high wing and especially that scene at the end of that mission um when when you get the high wing like I just thought that was a beautiful moment. Agreed. Um, and thereafter I probably opted more for. For high wing, ah, broom. that's cool. cool. I, yeah, yeah, I thought she I, didn't even get to that point. I thought, the, <laughs> I thought <laughs> Craig's out at this point, folks. Anyway, let's Craig is out. <laughs> He's on the questions only. <laughs> I, I Enjoy your night. The hippogriff and like the beast, what they get right at the end, and it's yeah, awful. But um, they were kind of redundant, <laughs> so it's good that you think that you used. I mean, I yeah, I thought they're a bit redundant because the broom was excellent. I the only the only issue that I have, and it's probably my issue with the game getting to that next level was that everything for me including the broom felt incredibly linear it was like the illusion of open world like it was obviously a open world setting but going like even getting your spells from class which was a lovely integration how they integrated you actually getting more spells through doing classes um to the broom getting upgraded like all these things they were all like a linear progression really and it, mm-hmm. there wasn't really much choice in anything. And and I just think they missed a trick with so much. Like the broom is such... Because it was so good and it was something you used all the time, like just having something 
to make it a little bit different and to customize it in a little bit a different way or something like that. just to just to add something to it would have just just eked it up on that that but they didn't and and i feel like they ran out of time to do I a lot think of these that's obvious it. things i think that's it beth i think i think this game was so grand that you're right little bits like that was just too much because yeah. that's a whole extra level that they just didn't have the time or budget for that may come. And I mean, like, like Jess, you you made a really good point it's about that they hold stuff back for a, a sequel. Mm. Well, there's I that as well. It's gonna be a sequel. We'll talk about that at the end. But Jess, yeah, Jess, you made a great point about at nighttime, like sneaking out. That the one bit that was a little bit disappointing was is that, and don't get me wrong, right? This it's not Persona Five. It, this isn't a this isn't a school sim, but I felt as though they could have done a little bit more with that school element. That like you go to class, right? But there's about, there's about, there's maybe ten classes you have to go to to progress the story because you get a spell, and that's really it. Like, you don't go to any of the classes just to pass time or to do a chore. Yeah. And, like, at night time, like, like like I said, I literally said at the start of this, I went away for five hours before returning to Hogwarts. So, days, whatever, days, weeks passed in this game. And <laughs> Nobody where's asked the roll call? <laughs> yeah, where's, where's Donny? Oh, the cunt's fucked I'm off somewhere. You, know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you horrible, you horrible bastard. Yeah, and so I think, yeah, Jess, that's a really good point. That, that's a little bit that I, I think a lot of people have commented on that, that it's not got that kind of simulator element. But again, where do we draw the line here? Is is it an open world RPG? Is it a non-RPG? Is it an action adventure? Is it a pure RPG? Is it a simulator? What type of game is it? And where do you draw the line and what mechanics they can put in? Yeah, it can't be everything, but Correct. I don't think what it is... What it even tried to do, I don't think it did it to the level of depth that we usually expect. Oh, that's interesting. That's funny because different opinions. Like I, I feel as though what it did do, I thought it did great. Just missing the little bits we mentioned. I think I think what it did do was great. I just, but it, but that was all on the surface, and I just wanted something a little bit more. But I mean, again, first ten to fifteen hours with this game, I was like, yeah, this is great. But then when I got to the point where You've got the spells that you're using, pretty much. I mean, I'm, you're going after the, the like dark curses kind of thing. But yeah. apart from that, you've got your spells. Um, you've got everything on the on the upgrade trees. Where at the start, I was like, everything is meaningful. This is awesome. I want this. I want that one. After a while, I didn't really care. I'd had, I got the stuff that I wanted, and then it was like, right now, I'm just, I'm just playing. They did a great job at at. Um, making the XP fee feel meaningful for doing small things. Like, you seem to get quite a bit, and it seemed to progress you through the levels quite quickly, which was mm-hmm. which was good. But then after a while, I didn't care about the levels. Because I kind of got everything. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's... Maybe I'm just being grumpy. The grumpy game, the grumpy So, moving on from that then... Um, wh- do we think the lack of Quidditch was a problem? Like, in hindsight, um, this week on Broken Studios have announced that a playtest for a new Quidditch game will be taking place. So, obviously, they, it seems they did have that in the works as a separate game rather than part of Hogwarts Legacy, but would you have preferred to see it included? 
I mean, like, obviously, th- th- this week, which is obviously great timing for this podcast, we've seen this, the studio, Unbroken Studios, announcing this Quidditch game, which obviously is a separate studio, we get that, but it seems a bit too much of a coincidence for me that we've got Hogwarts Legacy with no Quidditch. Two months later, we then get some sort of free-to-play multiplayer Quidditch game. Too much of a coincidence for me, but what I would say is, is that I think Quidditch would have been would have been great, but see when you fly, like like I love flying. I've, I've said it before, but I love flying around in the broom, right? But <laughs> when you're on the broom, right? See if you need to turn, right? It's like turning a fucking boat, um, right? Yes. <laughs> right. So you imagine <laughs> playing Quidditch. You're the seeker, right? Which I remember from the, I remember from the from the films, the little fucking golden snitch. Is it a snitch? Yeah. Yes, imagine trying, yeah. It. Imagine trying to chase that little thing on a broom in this game. Fucking like turning a fucking oh, yeah. boat. No chance. So I don't think there's any realistic chance of a good Quidditch game being in, being in this being in this game at all. And whether that is a a coincidence with this new multiplayer game, I don't know. It seems a bit too much of one, but I don't think it would have worked anyway. I don't, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I sort of don't think so either, but. Equally, I think they could have incorporated it a bit more than they did. So right from the get-go, the headmaster Black says, you know, the season's been cancelled for the rest of the term due to an unfortunate incident. Um, and so you're like, right, okay, there's no Quidditch. But I don't know, that. obviously they, they've got these little mini-games. So there's like the Summoner's Court, um, there's the kind of jewels that you do, and then the Broomstick Trials. And I think they maybe perhaps could have, you know, rather than just a time trial, actually you could have been chasing the Golden Snitch and yeah, yeah. you needed to get a certain time to catch it. So I feel like, you know, they maybe could have done some of the Keeper, like, I don't know, a, a, a little game that you could do there to be, you know, in training. Um that's a really so, good point. Know, yeah, like, I never thought about yeah, that. There's yeah. things they could have done just to incorporate it a little bit more for the fans, but I that's think cool. Je- I think yeah. Jess is on there because I I think they should have incorporated it, but not be playable. You shouldn't have been on the team. Like it should have it should have been there. It should have been a grand. It should have been a side quest. It should have been a grand kind of spectacle thing. You know, it's it's integral to the law of Harry Potter. Um, I think that actually Quidditch as a game. I think people forget that it's an incredibly unbalanced game. Like the 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 snitch and whoever whoever captures the seeker captures it, and it's worth an ungodly amount of points, and it kind of ruins the whole thing. It it doesn't really work. And I know they're making a game about it, but fair play to them. It needs to be free to play. It doesn't work, I don't think. And I think it would always get criticised if it was in a game like this because people would try to focus on it. But but if you had it there and like because it it's a big thing isn't it you could be in the stadium and watching and it could be going on around you you could have a quest where you have to maybe do something to the keeper and like put them off balance or i don't know like something going on um i think that would have been cool i get the impression and i think i mean this isn't a new thought by any means and it's been brought up earlier as well but i think there's a number of things that didn't make the final cut because of time like I think they they tried to go all in on obviously like um, Hogwarts itself and there's there's certain aspects that they absolutely nailed but I think there's there's stuff that was left on on the cutting room floor where they just were like right are we not bringing this game out for another eighteen months yeah. and adding this stuff in or are we putting this out and then we'll go from there. Um, and yeah, I think that's and and then what they did because obviously the game was in development from what we understand for a long time. Mm. 
Um, okay, so what did we think of the story? We can take this as a sort of whole, and you can maybe break down into into certain sort of twists and turns if there's if there's something that caught your eye. I mean, as as a non Harry Potter fan, I I enjoyed the story. I I I, I saw. It wasn't anything grand or groundbreaking by any means, but I thought what it did, it did pretty well. What I did think was the highlight was some of the side quests, in particular Absolutely. Sebastian's. Yeah, yes. I, I, I thought the the Sebastian side quest was really, really deep and really well done. I thought it was a great little character. And and the guy, I, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong here, but I put in our Discord, I kind of saw Sebastian's side quest as sort of a metaphor for cancer. It's kind of how I saw it. Um, mm. I thought, and I thought it was really deep. You know, particularly when obviously, spoiler alert, you know, he, he inadvertently kills his uncle in this kind of horrible scene. You know, and I thought, fucking hell, like this is this is not like a. This yeah, is not a yeah. children's story. This this is like a because like you can see how that event would have actually happened. Um, I just need to go back to the game now. <laughs> well, this is a spoiler cast, you know. <laughs> there was there was at least five or six people that DM'd me every single twist in the story because they were so angry that I'd tweeted about the game. So it's all right. I forgot not all anyway, yeah. but I, I was told everything. Yeah. And yeah, I just, I, I thought that was, I thought it was so well written that it, 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 and it, and it worked and it, and it worked and it, and it suited the story. And obviously, you know, that's where you get your sort of dark spells from. And, um, I, yeah, I, I just thought they did such a good job with that. I mean, the other side stories are good with, with, with Poppy and, and Natty as well. They were good, but for me, the real the real highlight was Sebastian, and they they, they nailed all that side of things for me. Yeah, I think a hundred percent. Sebastian's was the highlight for me. Uh, what I, I thought the main story was uh, was good actually. I thought the main story was good. I liked progressing it. I loved it whenever Sebastian's to- uh, story came up because I you got once you got the first like curse through that you're like okay this is how I get them. So always looking for that because I just probably like a lot of people you just wanted those three. Hell yeah! Um, <laughs> but uh, the the main story I thought was was pretty. Pretty good. I, the only thing that uh, it was really missing from me was kind of the the decent kind of development of the antagonists. I, I never really thought mm. they developed it more, or developed those characters really. They they relied solely on the race divide kind of yeah. storyline. There's the standard and, trope, yeah. Yeah, and and they didn't really give you anything else to really care about why you wouldn't. That these uh, these particular antagonists, the, this dual casting that they had there, um, but but still, it was it was still quite good. I mean, you, you're involved in the world, you're you're immersed at that time, and and every every mission was was uh, was fairly good. I, I thought the abundance of side characters, there are so many class members, but they've all, they're all fleshed out. They're all fleshed out. They're all impactful. Um, they've all got their own personalities, um, and and they're all kind of instantly recognisable when you when you go through. I, I I was impressed by the number of characters they have in this game that they've actually put time and effort in, and they're all well acted. And uh, yeah, it was, it was good. Yeah. And you, Jess, were you happy with the story? Yeah, I mean, I I think they they did well to sort of write it in. You know, the fact that you're a fifth year student but you're new, um, which kind of allows you to 
you know acquire and start play catch up on learning all the new spells quickly because I just it wouldn't have worked had you started as a first year. Do you that's know what a, I mean? That's a really good point actually because it, I did at first before I got to Hogwarts think how is this going to work because if they if they have to spend too long teaching you the basics, mm. this could get really monotonous but yeah that was a really clever tactic that they did there so they could fast track you yeah and i think my only kind of i don't know criticism i suppose i would i maybe would have liked to see a bit more of of ranrock you know he's the kind of main villain um but i don't know and the goblins make up a large proportion of the enemies that you fight um to kind of clear all the hideouts but it's not until later in the story that you really kind of get an understanding of why um that you know the the kind of end battle was really cool but i don't know i just feel like had he had he maybe appeared a bit more throughout the game and um, it would have just tied in a bit nicer yeah totally agree <laughs> totally agree yeah i was actually going to say that i didn't i didn't mind ran rock stuff but i felt as though like i remember thinking like what was his name it was it was victor was it rickwood yeah like rickwood. Rickwood. like i didn't yeah. i didn't get him like i feel as though he could have been expanded more like who really is this guy? Like, like why? What he suddenly just became important, and he suddenly kind of half became a good guy. Thinking, oh, is he going to join? Oh no, no, there it is. And like, I just felt as though that story was more rushed and hashed than Ran Rocks. But apart from that, I'm kind of on the same page, to be honest with you. Okay. Also, who? Which house were you in? Because obviously, we would have done slightly different quests based on that. Gryffindor, Slytherin. Uh, oh, you I motherfucker. Huff- I was a Hufflepuff. Ah, spot the snake. Eh, the grumpy snake. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Does it, does it very much? Does it, does it very much? Does it? It does. It does. Uh, because I've got the platinum, so I have. To, I had to do all four houses. The first mission. The first. But we'll call it first main mission. But it's the first sort of two hours. And you know what's really interesting is that the first mission you do with the whole jackdaw thing are different for each house. And it's Hufflepuff. You get to go to fucking um, Azkaban. Yeah, it's oh, great. Man, no, I did hear that. It's yeah, so fucking that. cool. The rest of them are a bit shit. Slytherin one's terrible, by the way. It's a real shit <laughs> intro. But Hufflepuff, it's almost like they went, Hufflepuff's the shittest house. Let's give them the best intro. I was in, I was like, I'm in fucking Azkaban here. This is great. <laughs> um, so yeah, the, the, that's the only real differences is your first sort of couple of hours. Other than that, it's basically the same. What what house were you, Craig? Sorry, you don't even remember. Ball, it was ball like bag one. United. Look at him. He not even a fucking clue. <laughs> I, I honestly think that I just like moved back and forth, and then I stopped it randomly on one because I was like, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> and I, I know, obviously, we've mentioned kind of kind of um, the, the the design, but the one thing that I fucking loved in this game, mentioning the houses, was the common rooms. For all the houses were so well done. Like they were all so homely and so authentic. Gryffindors especially, but um like they all had different themes. And again, obviously doing the platinum, I got to see all four. And do you know what? That's Fair in- play. That's them. interesting that you say that, Donnie, because yeah, the one that I chose, I was like, Oh, this is really cool, but I, I didn't really, I don't know, I didn't really go back to it much and I didn't really think no. too much of it. And then when I was watching Jess play, I was like, fucking room's well cooler than mine. Yeah. So, so, so many games do similar where you get to, you know, choose an intro, whatever it is. And essentially all they do is they just, they just, they just change banner colours. That's really it, isn't it? You know, he, so this side is green banners, this side red banners, whereas this is, the, the rooms are polar opposites in terms of design and colour. They're completely separate and it's really, really well designed. Design, and, I, and I cannot fault them for that. I think I think I only saw it once. What? But the first time. 
Because yeah. you don't really need to go back there. Yeah, why did you go back? Well, because for the platinum, you you, you need you need you need tokens to go back. You see, you need tokens to go back. When I re when you complete the game and you just appear in your room at the end, you're like, oh, this is it again. Yeah, so there's tokens. There's like house tokens you can find that unlocks a chest, and when you find right. those, you tend to kind of go back and then it's listen. You know, listen, as shiny chasers, right? We love this shit. Right? Just you stand down, okay? Let, let's let's just go you back stand down. <laughs> yeah, I bet, you, I bet you, there would. Yeah. I bet given given that the whole game has nothing good in any shiny chest, I'm not going after that one. <laughs> <laughs> just you stand down, Nintendo boy. <laughs> Right, so we spoke about uh, a lot of different aspects of the game, but one of the main aspects was the combat. How did we feel about that? Do you want to start, Jess? Do you want to kick us off? I suppose I probably wasn't expecting much from the combat, but it was actually quite enjoyable. Um, I didn't expect to like the combat at all, and I thought it was quite cool. I think Honestly, I... it's going to be this is going to be wizzled shit. Yeah, and I was a bit concerned at first when... Like, there was only, like, four slots for your spells, but obviously mm. there are 16 and you can navigate quite freely between them. Um, so, yeah, it was good. I did, but there was difficulty, wasn't there? I should have played it on just the story mode version, so it wouldn't have been too it's challenging. Yeah, I think, I think <laughs> you guys? combat was fucking good. <laughs> like, yeah. that, was, that was the thing, that when you st- I started this game and I was like, oh, that is good, I could get get used to this and yeah you're right at the start you're like oh there's four spells but um generally four was enough i know you can open up so you've got 16 different possibilities all that kind of stuff um that didn't become particularly annoying until near the end i think when i wanted all the curse the dark curses there and i wanted normal spells as well and, and you flick in between the two but for most of the game like it, the control system worked well the combat was fun yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, really enjoyed it. Yeah, same. Um, yeah. The, the 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 combat was a real highlight in this game. I didn't expect it to be so deep and so rewarding, and like all the all the familiar spells you expect are there, like invisibility and stuff, and 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 Leviosa and all that kind of shit is all there. But like, see, see when you're like surrounded by enemies, right? And you can turn one into a fucking explosive barrel and launch it into another one. I mean, it's it, it's murder. It, it, it's plain yeah, up murder. Christ, you know what I mean? murder. It's, this is it's, mental. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Nathan Drake murder. But yeah. you know what? It's so fucking rewarding as well, man. Launching a barrel at a group of fucking goblins is so rewarding. And see later on when, like, I, I kind of had a, I, I kind of did like a curse build on mine. So you could effectively like curse five people and then lo- and then use your death spell on one yes, person. I know that and was awesome. Everyone who was cursed dies. It's yeah. so sick. It's so unbelievably yeah, it, sick. It, it you're so, literally so killing good. people. It's so great. I know you're a total mass murderer. You're like you're like a, you're like a white guy in Alabama with a fucking AR rifle. You're, you're going <laughs> fucking mental, killing people left, right, and center. It's insane. Yeah. You could you could run in. You could crucio one person. Then if you fire at that person, it then fires into other people. They all yep. get crucioed, and then you can do uh, Avada Kedavra or whatever. And then it fucking. Oh, you've you've got dies. proper you've got proper nerd of the Latin here, Ben. Amazing. Fucking hell, it was amazing! It was awesome. It was it's fantastic. <laughs> what I thought about those dark curses, they like the the thing was that like, you go, oh, I get these, and then. Are they going to be that good? And they fucking were. They nailed they it. Were. Like the death curse, you're like, oh, but is it just going to be a lot of damage? Yeah, on the big 
big enemies it was but for most people it was yeah you die <laughs> yeah even even <laughs> so, even wow. the giant trolls it was instant death yeah it's amazing it was it, it was instant so, death. so good yeah, and i liked great. it on the bosses when it was just like now nah, you can't use them <laughs> it's too much. yeah it, it, you need, it you need it. to earn this you need you need to earn the bosses yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah, but it, yeah good good stuff but yeah I, yeah enjoyable at the time but like when you do reflect you i don't know like the time you learn the first um thingy spell like you've already been lighting people on fire throwing them off cliffs and literally <laughs> obliterating yes. them and i don't know like the body count that you rack up is what a 15 16 year old it's insane it's insane, it's insane it's probably on par with voldemort yeah. do you know what i mean and you're <laughs> worse to be it's worse yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're the you're the new fucking villain oh my god stop spoiler alert the sequel your character's voldemort <laughs> there it is there it is yeah i know yeah it justifies all your actions yeah it's total mass murder oh man but do you know what right it was so fun like don't know about you but i didn't i didn't really i i saw i did use the i used the pool spell you pull because what i did i had a little combo going where i pulled someone into me and then i lit them on fire but i never used like the sort of dropping on the floor and the flipendo and i didn't use that no i used the real dark stuff i used the slice stuff fire stuff yeah. and turning them into barrels because that was fucking stupidly fun um and as well the the ancient magic stuff where you where you pull the the left and right triggers was so much fun when, like when you build that up um and like, like some of the animations were so cool like when you fuck when, when the lightning bolt came shooting down and destroyed people and stuff oh i, I do you know what so many good combat mechanics in that game man one question I've got is: Did anyone play on a harder difficulty level? I just I just played normal, like I always do. Yeah, I I played normal as well. I played normal as well. Yeah. Um. I I thought one one thing about the spells and um and even like kitting out your character because you know you could uh, you get items which you you know the number goes up the the defense range or the attack range or whatever and that get that goes up and you can you can attach different kind of things to it so that maybe crucio will do a bit more damage and all that kind yes. of stuff. I didn't really think any of that was had any real meaning or impact and I don't know if that was a difficulty rating thing like one of my things with this is that the the enhancements to your character, the stat boosts or anything, it was only really looking at a number. It was just looking at attack or defense or what have you. Yeah. Um, and there, were, there was no real intricacy, even though it'd give you like, oh, this would do a little bit more. This would do slightly more. And it just didn't really mean anything. And I just thought maybe on the harder difficulty levels, you would need some of that stuff. Um, mm -hmm. And I kind of hope because, again, it was one of those things where you it didn't go far enough for me. Like you have this incredible combat system, but actually it didn't really ma matter what I threw at it. I could just do different things and it would all pretty much end in the same place. And I, I get there. Um, I yeah, that was... This didn't force you into particular it, avenues. No, I don't think it did. Like, I, obviously, it did with um, the 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 enemies are different types, and you have to use certain spells against those people. But even that, towards the end, kind of diminished. Like at the start, it seemed like quite important, but at the end, you just it's quite natural. You've got these, you've got one of each in there, and you just I don't. It just it didn't. You just settled into what you knew. I thought. No, um, that's that. I'll, I'll disagree with you there. Is that I still feel throughout the game, 
the one thing they kept consistent was like the enemy shield which was obviously the different colors where yeah you had to be quite tactical with the spell you used on them to then negate their shield i felt they did that really well they kept that going that you know you couldn't just if you liked a certain spell you couldn't just spam it because how many games do you spam spells fucking hell you, you do it all the time every game you do it Whereas you couldn't, and I felt so from start to finish in this game, you couldn't spam. You had you had to be varied in your tactical approach. So I will disagree with you on that, Mister Ben. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I just, yeah. The, the the other the other main mechanic that I didn't, I really really didn't get on with, and I just really need to talk about it, <laughs> is the the loot the loot mechanic, and the dungeons. I thought that was awful. I thought it was oh. just. Uh, you know, it's one of those games where you get randomised loot. But, yes. But there were... Grey, a fucking hat. Yeah, and you get so much of it, and you have to sell it all the time, and it's yeah. like inventory, and you could get bigger inventory by doing this fucking Merlin truck, but yeah, okay, like one extra slot, whatever. It, it, there was so much stuff. Most of it was absolute nonsense. There was no placed item. You do some, a dungeon, or you do like a little puzzle or something, and you'd be like, oh, that's really good. I've got some shit. I don't want to do anything in this game because it's worth nothing. Like nothing is good. It's like it's just random whether I get I could get I could just walk around and find this thing or I could do this quite cool little dungeon thing and equally get something which is a pile of shit. Like there's no there would seem no rhyme or reason. It just seemed like they could have just had a bit more placement to these things. Yeah, because you didn't realize you didn't really like board, like Borderlands is a looter shooter, so you have to expect that. You yes. play Borderlands, yes. you have to expect that you kill 100%. that boss, you could get shit. But you're, I get your point. Yeah, in Hogwarts, you weren't expecting it to be a looter that you no, may I, not get something good at the end of it. Just just have a couple of, like, it doesn't, you can have that exact same mechanic, you don't have to do much, but then just have a couple of chests at the end of certain quests or something. That were guaranteed. Placed, placed item, or, yeah. or guaranteed level items, or guaranteed, because, as I said, you're looking for just a, an attack stat or defense style or something. It's yeah. so basic. And yeah. it's got an incredible transmog system where you can look, where you don't have to look like an absolute dweeb like you do in a lot of games. You can, <laughs> yeah. you can look exactly how you want. And and so at the end of the day, you're just looking for a number. And it's yeah. just so disappointing that is... Just, I get that. You, you've got a game here which is looks great. It, it's got great combat. It's in a great setting. It's got great lore. And you just fuck it on the simple things. I just... Mm. I, yeah. Yeah, it's it's hard to kind of disagree with that. I must admit. Yeah, I mean, from my from my point of view, like not having played obviously anyone near as much as you guys, like I was finding when I was going into the dungeons, and I'd be like five minutes in, and it'd be like, oh, you can't pick up this item because your inventory's full. And I know you can, obviously, later on, you you start to increase your inventory size, and you can go in, you can break stuff down, and things like that. But it just like the amount of times when it come up saying like I can't pick up something else, I can't pick up this, and I was like, fucking hell. Yeah. Be more you fallout. Up, yeah, yeah, you end up fucking breaking it down or, or dropping it, yeah. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get it. You're, you're yeah. littering. You're littering. You're littering, yeah. <laughs> it's it's the it, it's the one thing that like Ubisoft for me, like I I I always go to bat for Ubisoft in like like Assassin's Creed game Far Cry, whatever. At the end of whatever dungeon esque, we'll call it a dungeon for argument's sake. At the end of that, there's a guaranteed loot, isn't it? What 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 you're going for on that marker is what everybody gets. Yes. And there's yes. always 
And that always means something because you know that if it's a yellow marker on the map, oh, it's a good thing to get. Mm-hmm. And I get it because, yeah, it was never advertised as a magic looter semi-RPG, not really, but okay, it is not simulator game. Mm. You know, I get it. I get it. It's interesting just you saying that. Like, I do wonder if maybe, like, I don't mean this to slate the game, but if it maybe did have, like, a slight identity crisis where it, it didn't fully know what it wanted to be. Like, it, it didn't, it, it's doing a lot of different things, but it didn't really commit to to one fully. I, I think that's a valid point. I, I, I think you could be right. I think they had ideas for multiple things that maybe ran out of time, and especially money these days. Granted, in hindsight, given how much it's fucking sold, um, but I'll go to bat for it in the things that... The things it did do right, it did well. I.e., world design, amazing. Character design, and especially anime... Like, not on the sort of level as, as, as Horizon Forbidden West I'm playing just now, but again, like, animations and characters... Fantastic. Combat, absolutely fantastic. So the things that it did get right, yeah, listen, top-notch. But it maybe just failed a lot of little bits around it that some people, like Ben, was quite... Ben, obviously you're quite passionate about those bits you've mentioned. Great. Maybe Jess didn't mind it too much, or I didn't mind it, or anyone else. It's it's one of these things that I think maybe you'll, you'll, you'll kind of take or leave those little bits. I don't know. Yes. Yeah, and I do. I do think like I'm being incredibly negative, but it's like that we're talking specifically about about the game. Like, yes, if somebody said, "Oh, do you think it's a good game?" Yeah, it's a good game. Like, it's I, I'm I still think it's a decent game. It's just that we're going into the specifics of it, and if you go to that length, I think I just yeah. It's a lot, so if do you ever, do you ever get when you think talking about a game or you're thinking about a game and you go. Surely this is a thing where you just sat around a table for an hour. You'd go, don't do that. Do this, do this, do this, do this. And then then over the course of the next four years, it would be different. <laughs> but it, it just seemed like that didn't happen on a lot of these very basic so it, things. It, it sounds like you're on the board of Suicide Squad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Still saying yeah. left on the board of Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jess, what, what do you think? What, like, like talk, talk to us, like, what, what Ben's saying there. whose side are you on here tell us it took me and I still I'll be honest don't understand the difference between a legendary item and a like they all had different names and I'm like which one's better I don't understand Mm. Um, I didn't want to wear specs so I just ditched them same Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Or a hat, didn't have a hat. Obviously I applied them with like no thing, yeah, but yeah. it yeah, it yeah. did feel a bit pointless. Um I always wore a hood. Hashtag hoods on <laughs> Under the cover of darkness, as usual. Did you go and get your hair hair done at any point? Change your hair? No. I went yeah. there and then decided I liked my hairstyle the best. <laughs> so did I, exactly. yeah. I, did. Ben, ben. I tried to change it and then I was like, mm. yeah. Ben. my character now. No. Ben, did you make your character bald? Uh, no, I was a girl because no. I always play girls. <laughs> it's a weird thing. You fucking creep. <laughs> I'm always a female protagonist. I I don't yeah. know what it is. I don't know what it is. Modern man. She, she couldn't go bald. I wouldn't, that didn't seem right. Because <laughs> she needed a corner running. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. 
<laughs> so right, let's discuss the game's ending. Not me, obviously, you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, the conclusion. What did we think about the lack of a morality system? Obviously, since you are a sixteen-year-old mass murderer. Ben, I'm going to leave this to you. Ben, I'm going I'm to leave this to you because me and you spoke about this at length. So this, this is this is your chance to shine. Well, but during during the game, like even before you get to the end of the game, it's got these things where you like maybe you'll find a family heirloom or something like that for somebody or an amulet or something, and then you'll get the opportunity when you come back to them. Like, do you want to give it to them or do you want to say like, no, pay me? Anybody who didn't say no, pay me, like. <laughs> There's no advantage whatsoever of saying, yeah, here you go. Like, it, it, it was just everything, the whole game was geared towards this morality system, like that it was built in there. Everything you're doing was like, there's there's a reason for it. That just the little choices here and there. But then at the end of the game, that you have this massive choice, it would appear, where it's like that you've been working towards this whole thing. It's got the repository of badness and you either open it up to the world and take it as your your own and, and become the bad guy turn heel or you love it love the you, wrestling, or you just like the wrestling <laughs> or you just like uh yeah close it up and yeah we'll we'll save we'll save it from ever coming out so obviously you turn heel because that's that's just what you do in video games you're a mass murderer you're a fucking mass murderer and nothing happens like you get the shortest you cutscene a bit like red in the eyes or whatever. Fig dies. Fig dies anyway. Fig's never coming out of this alive. It makes no difference whatsoever. And then after that, just click your fingers. You're back in the fucking common room. You feel like Brendan Dassey. Like you've just gone, I've done all this really bad shit. And then you go, oh, can I just go back to school now? Yeah, yeah, clear off, mate. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> that is, it, it's awful. And and I actually like when it happened. I was like, "Fuck off!" I think I might have said that out loud. Like, what is this nonsense? Like, it gives you a big thing. Nothing happens. Do you think they expected you to make the right choice? Wow! Well, don't give me a choice. Do they, don't do you give think me they a choice. A lot of people were going to. Don't give me a choice. Because I mean, obviously, I've not played to the end. But it, what you're saying there, it sounds to me like they have given you the choice, but then when, but regardless of what you choose we are going to end this game as if you chose the nice option. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> I made the right choices because I'm a good I'm a good person, Ben. So Boring. I made the right choices. Boring. It's, yeah, despite, it's despite the fact that I killed everyone on site. It's, it's interesting what you're saying, Ben, because, like, I don't know, I, I didn't know how the morality system was going to go. So at every point so far when I've played... I've like been like, no, no, that's fine. I don't need any money. I'm just, <laughs> just happy to help. Don't so did anywhere. I. So did <laughs> I. I. I've been, I've been nice the whole time. So did I. I thought it might come back and nah, me get that off. money back. If, if it's not going to, then I'm, I'm fucking, I'm just gonna be a dick to everything now. Yeah, exactly. It's awful. Yeah, Jess. <laughs> so my memory on this bit's a little bit fuzzy, if I'm being honest. Um, throughout, see, see, like, throughout the beginning, were you being nice oh, yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. I didn't take the money. I was always being nice. Um, and so I take it that definitely doesn't have any out Nothing. But not a thing. I'm trying right. to, there's a bit that I can't really remember now, but there was, like, two portals. Oh, no, wait a minute, I'm confused in a different game. Never mind. <laughs> you talked about spoken. Oh my god! <laughs> you're playing them back to back. Oh my god! You're as bad as me. No, like I'll be. All right. 
I see Ben's point, right? The lag, like, like you're you're literally using the forbidden spells, right? You're killing people. You're literally mass murdering people, and there's no consequence. So there's no morality system, right? And that's a net, and I get that, right? But the thing for me is, is that I dislike morality systems in gaming. I'll give you a great example. Something like Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead Redemption once got a morality system in it, right? an honour system in it. And the bit that pisses me off about these games is that you're in the middle of the desert, right? And you gun down three people and your morality goes down. Like, what? Like, who saw that to then report it to fucking, to whatever? Like, like no one saw this. This happened in the middle of nowhere. Who's reporting that I used these spells in this game? Nobody. I could kill an entire camp of goblins. No fucker saw this. So, how can anyone hold that against me? Yeah, I, I get that. And, and that's, maybe... That's, that's my point with that. But, but maybe we don't need a morality system. Maybe maybe the morality system is a step too far because, you know, don't... But at least, when when, when you do give your... Where you give a gamer a killer choice, like at the end, like you give them a big old choice, you go, oh yeah, this is something, this is, this is what we've been working towards. Don't make them make a choice and then make them go, was... Sorry, was that was that the cutscene? What was I asked there? Because nothing <laughs> happened, so I assume actually I've totally misread that, and I wasn't actually making any meaningful yeah. decision because you've given me literally nothing. <laughs> like the payoff was nothing. It sounds to me like Donny, if if you had made the choice that Ben made, then you would maybe have a similar thing coming out of that where you were like, wait, that was a real juxtaposition. Like, I, I wondered as well, perhaps like obviously with these sort of games, they want you to be able to mop up, like, extra quests and stuff like that, like, after you finish the game. And so, maybe what they could have done was, and again, this is me perhaps talking about Mars since I haven't seen the ending, but if you chose the good ending, maybe you could have just went back to your class and just mopped up that way, and if you chose the bad ending, then maybe after you finished the game, it should have loaded you back before the final mission. And you could have continued on that way, yeah. and then it wouldn't have seemed as out of, out of place. You know what? That would have made a bit more sense. Uh, I think as well that the sort of core message through both like Isadora's and Sebastian's plot lines seems to be kind of that like good intentions can sometimes have evil or disastrous consequences. And so, if the game allowed players to sort of pivot towards becoming strictly bad or, or good characters, then it might kind of I don't know sort of conflict with the the plot and the ideas of morality that are kind of throughout the story do you know what i mean mm. yeah but i made genuinely evil actions <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted that power right, i wanted that power like it was talking about power yeah yeah i'll have that yeah if that's going i'll have it go on then <laughs> nothing at least give me like 10 extra levels or something <laughs> yeah even from early in the game like obviously having played a much smaller amount than you guys like I did, it did start to grate on me a little bit how nice everybody was being. Like, you would do these, and it was it was little things, and I suppose it, it's in keeping with the time period, but I don't know, even when you, when you first did those little, little mini games and stuff like that, like, if you won, like, the other person would be like, oh, jolly good show, well done. You're like, <laughs> yeah. can you not at least be a little bit annoyed? Like, why? <laughs> like, I don't know, there was like... Obviously, I've not went far enough down the Sebastian route as, as you guys, but like, there's a, there's a thing early on where you're you're practicing your magic and you beat him, and he's just so okay with it. Like, I thought he was <laughs> yeah. going to go. I, I honestly thought 
when at first when you beat him, I think he's the guy you knock off the table, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought at that point that he was like going to go away and be like the wee blonde guy from the films. Yeah, my, he's pure Malfoy. No, I thought he was going to be the game's Malfoy. And he the was game hasn't really got a Malfoy, has it? Like everyone's, Did, as you say, everyone's, everyone's just, just like, so nice. nice. Yeah. Did you get to Omnis, Craig? I don't know what that is. Right, okay. Maybe. What is, what is it? Tell me. A character. I don't think so. Um, so he, I think, according to the sort of story, he's like technically Voldemort's like great uncle. Oh, is he? Who? Yeah. Who? I don't Omnis. think I did a main story mission after the broom. Huh. I just ran, after I got the broom, I just ran about doing side stuff. I don't think I did any more. In fact, the last thing I did was when I got the room that you could decorate. We'll come to that. One, oh, I, we'll come to that. Impression. I didn't like that. <laughs> By the way, Ominous was blind, right? Yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah, it wasn't just me. I thought it was fucking... Yeah, because you only get one letter from him and it says at the end, like, um, oh, like I hope the Quill wrote this correctly or something Yeah, like I thought that. I thought it was fucking freaking out with that shit. I thought, oh, one too many vodkas for Donny. Oh, no, the kid's, <laughs> the kid's blind. I'm fucked for that. You know. <laughs> okay. You guys are definitely not alone, though, with the the morality system. Like, we got a message in from Stevie who said, asked what we thought of the morality, the lack of morality system. He says uh, using dark magic spells was the best part, but there was no consequence to doing so. And I think like that's something that yeah. certainly you spoke about, Ben. That you would like, like if you are you're trying your best to be a prick here, and the game is just sort of patting you in the back and going, "I don't worry about it." Oh, so yeah, I'm, I'm actively <laughs> running into battles and just murdering people left, right, and center. Bosh, bosh, bosh! Absolutely. Merkin folk and and get nothing. <laughs> it's brilliant. Hundred points for your your house team today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know. and that's yeah, that, yeah. oh, that's another thing. Don't they say at one point in the end they're like ten points to Slytherin or something? It's like that means nothing as well. And that's just another <laughs> thing that grades. <laughs> yeah, it's like Donny, you killed three hundred eighty-five goblins. Hundred points to Gryffindor. <laughs> You know, it's like, so, so, so is there nothing towards the end when it's like your house wins? Or yeah, not yeah, anything you've yeah. done. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, by, by mass murdering half of Hogsmeade. By completing you, the game. You, 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 win the, you win the house cup for being a fucking serial killer. Amazing. I think, I think the one difference at the end of the game is with like Fig. I think if you open the repository... You have died like some something falls on Fig and he dies or something. And I think if you don't, he dies anyway. But right. I think maybe you're supposed your to feel like you've you do. done a bit of a naughty if uh, <laughs> if he dies because of your hand. Right, so you, it makes you feel like you've caused these death. Maybe, but I was questioning whether there was a decision to be made at all because it made so little deal out of it. I was like, well, was that actually a thing? Did I make that up in my mind? <laughs> like, what what was that? <laughs> Yeah. And so, what I want to do here is we're on to our sort of closing thoughts, our general opinion of the game. But I'm going to first tie it into one of the listener questions we got from Couchy. Uh, he said, "I have no interest in playing this game. Sell me on why I should in sixty seconds or less." Ben, Ben, you stay quiet. So- Jess, you take this one, hen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that. When they made the movies, right, they had to sort of take the words on a page and create the visuals for that. Um, whereas this game had like an even tougher task of taking like the visuals and then making it 
interactive and ultimately expanding it into something that's fun to play and immerse yourself in. And I think it does that. Um, so, yeah, was that 60 seconds? I don't I wasn't town, yeah. yeah. And the combat's great, and, and you can beeline the entire story from start to finish, enjoy the combat, and enjoy the game. And you have lots of fun doing so. I mean, I, I would say I'm not a Harry Potter fan. I think I've seen... How many films is that? Eight? Uh, something like that. Too fucking many. I've seen, yeah, it'd be seven I've years of school six. and two at the end, so yeah, it should be eight, right? Nerd! Right. So, I've, I've, I think I've seen six of them. I, did, I enjoyed them, but I was not by any means a fan. Yeah. Like, I mean, I had to, the wee guy with the blonde hair. Like, that should tell you my level of <laughs> fandom. Um, but I was completely drawn in. And I think I would recommend anyone tries out this game because I think it is... I think on a technical level, they've done a lot right. And it might not click with you, but I think it's definitely something to be checked out. Yeah, I, I, in, all, in all seriousness, I think uh, this game, it, it is a good game. It's just um, go in with the right expectations of the, the level of depth. I think like graphically, it's great. If you're a Harry Potter fan, it's immersive. And even if you're not, I mean, like you guys, not all Harry Potter fans and uh, it definitely kind of immerses you and takes you in the storyline's decent um and the combat is excellent it's just don't expect it to be a deep kind of progressive rpg and it is more linear than i think i was probably expecting um but Mm -hmm. especially the first half of the game i thought was outstanding it's just that it um it tailed off when you kind of get if you start to if it starts to great then it starts to but that happens with loads of games happens with loads of games so Definitely, I'd give this a chance. However, if this gets anywhere near the game of the year discussion, I think uh, it's been a tragic year. So <laughs> it won't. It won't. By the way, who, do you, um, Craig? You mentioned the blonde one. I, I know who you mean for that. Do you want a fun fact? A fun. So the, the the blonde boy. I know who you mean. That's Malfoy, right? And I know this as a little quiz question. Eight films Malfoy's in. Do you know how many minutes on screen he appears in eight films? Take a guess. 20 minutes. Yeah, 24. 32. <laughs> really? Over eight films. He's in this, he's on, yeah, he's so, like, Craig, you, you remember him so well, and everyone remembers Malfoy. He's on screen for 32 minutes over eight films. And he made like ten, and, he, and he made like ten million quid. That's the amazing That's thing. So he made good. A, I know. Wow. He made a fortune. Thirty-two Pound per minutes. Minute. That kid is killing it. Loaded. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like thirty-two minutes. Man, it's amazing. So here's something. A question for you is like Ben. You've said good game. If it gets anywhere near the game of the year, it's a sad state of affairs. So at the moment, I'm looking at Metacritic and. It's sitting at an 84. Do you think that's too high, too low, or on the money? I think I'd put this... Um, I'd put this around a 7.5. 7 out of 10. Tony? I think it needs to start with an 8. I think an 8 is the minimum. It's no more than 8.5, but I think, yeah, I, I think 84 is the way it should be. Yes, over here. Yeah, it's a little bit lower, to be honest, than 84, probably about 80 for me. It's interesting, like, before before the game came out, there's a lot of talk, like, will it get review bombed? Will it? And obviously, you had that clown that gave it, what, a zero or a one or something yeah. like that. But I 
I mean, again, I'm speaking from 15 hours or whatever. I thought it was really good, and I'm looking forward to getting back to it and stuff like that. But I do think that it maybe did go the opposite way, where, like, I, I, I was concerned beforehand that it might get review-bombed in a bad way, but I think that, in turn, perhaps it actually maybe helped it, whereas I think there was maybe some reviewers that overscored it. But... I mean, it's hard to tell. Perhaps, perhaps. and also, um, I, I don't know how likely this is, but if someone, uh, I think if if someone experienced maybe the first 20 hours of the game and had written their review whilst going along, I think uh, that would also boost things. I think I think the first half of the game was exceptional, especially, especially with how you feel at that point if you're a Harry Potter fan. Um, so I think that, that could have had an influence as well. Yeah, also we've still got the Switch to come. So oh, 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 oh. how is this game gonna run on the Switch? How the It's fuck just not going to it's gonna happen? it would have it's gonna have to be cloud based. It has surely, to be. surely it has Apparently it's not, but it has to be. <sighs> it's gonna I... look awful. Yeah. I mean we didn't we kinda mention but I mean obviously like I played on PS five as you said and performance was amazing. I, I played it on the high frame rate mode. Which it was kind of it hovered between eighty and ninety frames per second, and it was amazing, beautiful in that frame. It didn't really dip below eighty. Great, fucking perfect place to play that sort of game did on you, the Switch and PS4. Oh my days! People were saying like it had awful pop in it. I I didn't no, have any criticism of didn't this have game. Any of that at all? The the only thing that I noticed was around Hogwarts. Sometimes it had that second of loading when the doors, the doors. That was that was, that was yeah. it. And I don't care. And but yeah. people were saying when you're on your broom, like there'd be popping. And loads nah. of reviews said that. I, was, I, I never did that. No. Never saw it. I thought it was really really good. Because if I'm on a high frame rate, I should expect more popping than most, and there wasn't any of that. The only bits there was, there was there was on really really heavy combat, like big explosiony areas with lots of enemies. Sometimes it did stutter, but it was like split second that didn't really impact it that much. Apart from that, performance was was fucking superb. Yeah, which is surprising for a game in development for so yep. long. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the issue I had was like we're talking about the doors there. Like at first, it didn't happen a lot for me, but towards the end of my time playing it, like I couldn't go through four doors in a row without a loading screen. It was it was pretty constant, and it would load for like two or three seconds. I know that doesn't sound like a lot of time, it, but yeah, it, it was like... just it just happened. Like I mean, one thing I'd been told that a way they're going to try and combat it with the, the last-gen version is that they'll sort of segregate uh, Hogwarts and that will be one area and then it, there will be quite a substantial loading screen to get outside. Mm-hmm. Um, and I sort of wonder if it might have been an idea to do that even... Not a substantial loading screen, obviously, but if they had maybe done that for like the current-gen version and then that would have stopped it. Like, I wouldn't have minded a five second loading screen to get outside and then there to be no issue going door to door in Hogwarts oh no see I'm the opposite see see that little half a second indoors didn't bother me a loading screen see see when you left the Hogwarts door when you're facing the Quidditch pitch and you just jumped on your broom instantly and you flew away that was amazing because who wouldn't want to do that in real life a half second a half a second open a door because in real life you have to put a handle down and open a door and walk through it well it's the same time really 
Whereas jumping on that broom and launching yourself in the air, magic. This this game was pure immersion. It was all about that, and I think yeah. that would have probably broken it a little bit for me. I mean, it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have really mattered. Either way, works obviously. But I I actually prefer what they did as a as an option if there were two options like that. Correct. Yeah, definitely. I would also just when you mentioned jumping on your broom there, I would have liked to have seen a, a few more people else on their brooms. Like, yeah, that was weird. Ah, uh, yeah, I never I, thought about that, Jess. Yeah, it's a good show. I didn't come across anyone else right. travelling around. Yeah, that's um, true. Other than on foot. That's a good show. Yeah, yeah I never thought the, about that. You were the only fucker. Uh, there was, you were the only fucker there, yeah, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. Valid yeah. point. Never thought about that. Everyone else was walking like a mug. <laughs> yeah, like a, like a muggle. <laughs> like a muggle. Hey! There you go, you got even, you go even I can make Harry Potter jokes. <laughs> and so, finally... Are we going to get a sequel? Yes. You don't. You don't sell. What's... You're nodding, Jess, but it's an audio podcast. Okay, yeah. yeah. You you don't sell twelve million copies in about fucking two months without a sequel. It, it's 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 shareholders would fucking lose their shit if you didn't do a sequel, even if the devs didn't want to. There's one coming. Where it's going to be, how it's going to be, I don't know. Foreign, go abroad, go to another school. There's that whole... I remember when the films, it's got that fucking Robert Pattinson in it and that French girl, that fucking... She's so good, I forget her name. It's like a... And, like, other schools come. Am I right? I'm talking shit, yeah? And like, oh, yeah, Goblet of Fire. What's that? Is that the film? It's yeah. the name of the film, you numpty. Well, I don't fucking know, do I? So I remember there's a <laughs> French girl. You just literally named off a bunch of I fucking actors. Yeah, because I remember it? fucking art parts and I remember the fucking French girl and she's fucking famous. So art parts, get in the bin. Right. And so I remember that and they, and, and they all compete and they're all from different schools. I remember that. So, <laughs> so they, could, they, could, they could do that, I guess, you know, and then broaden it. I don't think they're going to do a sequel. I think that this is a platform to reignite the Harry Potter... Uh, franchise. I think obviously they're making TV show now, um, yeah. which is going to be a massive focus. They'll make this Quidditch game. I think they'll do other things. The only thing in my mind that they could do was do a different time period or something because I think this has now been and done. I'm not really interested in playing another one. I don't think they can do this. The what they built in the world here was magnificent, but what do you do? This exactly the same thing. I uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see that at all personally. Do they maybe do a similar open world game, but they actually have Harry Potter in it this time? Or would that not interest? I don't nope. think it would work. Nope. Nah. Fuck that nonsense. Again, for the for the listeners, I'm screwing up my face at Craig. Yeah. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I mean, I, I would I would lean towards Donny when I think I think even if Avalanche turned around and said, "Ah, we don't want to make another one." That Warner Brothers will turn and go. You fucking I don't are. Fucking care. <laughs> yeah, you fucking, fucking care. are. Do you, you realise the amount of fucking what was yeah. it? Two hundred and fifty-six percent sell through on their estimated sales. Oh, like unbelievable. I mean, I don't want to say too much, but like, I don't think the last gen version's coming out. Like, I think they've sold enough that they can now turn around and go, "Fuck that! We don't need the the negative press of that thing running like shit." Yeah, I think it will still come to Switch. But I, I, I can easily see it being cancelled for Xbox One and PlayStation nah, 4. Nah, hang on here. Surely, like they, they, surely they if it's... so much money now. Nah, surely if it's cancelling one, it's cancelling the Switch. You... Nah, right? Switch is a juggernaut, can... my man. It's a juggernaut. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think you can not come down 120 <laughs> yeah. million down, grumpy Mario. potential players. You can't, you can't fuck off the nope. Switch. There's 150 yes, million of the cunts. 
How, you can't. I, I, I don't think you can turn down the Switch. You can turn down the PlayStation no 4 chance. and Xbox how, One because how, there's a, no not a lot of people still on that. But, there's, but there's, you can't you can't play it on the Switch. That's going to be horrendous. Yeah, you um, can. Yeah. Oh, you just, you you just watch us. Fucking 10 out of 10 yeah. on the Switch. Fucking grumpy Mario needs to Switch, fuck yeah. off. Yeah. Fuck's sake. <laughs> oh man <laughs> right so we have another listener uh, comment from James and he's wrote in and said who's James I think the broom what's that who's James Fluffers Fluffers hey uh, and he said, I think the broom, f- the broom flight is one of my favourite game mechanics so far this year. It was so satisfying flying around. And I hope the soundtrack doesn't get overlooked at the end of year awards, like the game itself will. Really enjoyed my time in Hogwarts. A big surprise. So we haven't really spoke about the the music, and I can't remember it at all. But did you guys agree? Did you think it was it was well implemented? I remember saying the Discord. I thought it was good. Utter but it, silence. It didn't... Utter silence. <laughs> I was like, did it have music? Yeah, it... Is James lying? Is he trying to make a hunt out of no. us all? Did it have a score? <laughs> we said it in the Discord, but it, it didn't jump out at me by any means. And I, 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 I love Fluffer's optimism there about game. You know, the end of the year awards with the soundtrack. I think looking at some of the games that's to come that are monumental and will have monumental soundtracks, I think it will it will slide off the scale a little bit. But hey ho. Yeah, that's a. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Sorry, Fluffers. I love you, bro. I think the soundtrack. Um, what I remember, I suppose it would have been would have sounded faithful to to the film's kind of feel. But I can't really remember much about it to be honest. And I think it will get overlooked. And I think the game will also. No, the game won't be overlooked. It will be cast aside. Yeah. <laughs> Which he, he himself Just... did say the game will itself. To be fair. He he does agree with that notion, you know. Well, but I'm <laughs> yeah, I'm saying it's not yeah. overlooked; it's actively looked at, and then someone has placed that in the reject <laughs> pile. <laughs> so harsh. With 2023, we've got so much that we've already had, so much coming. Like uh, it's gonna it's it's gonna be a tough year to make a a game of the year list. I think, especially some of the beats for spoken as well. You know. Well, that's true. I mean. Mm. What a, what a title. One thing we haven't really spoke about is the room of requirement. Um, I didn't really enjoy going there, to be honest. It just seemed like an effort. And also, because it was a requirement. Also, making baby beasts. I didn't really see the point in that. Uh, do you know what? That's a great you point. Made hey, we made three, baby. Um, Jess, that's a really good point because... The, the Breathing of Beasts was a really cool mechanic, right? And it served one purpose, to get the Platinum Trophy. Outside of mm. that, it did nothing. Because you could sell them, but you had so much fucking money in this game. You were living like fucking Elon Musk with a fucking broom, with a wand and a broom in your hand. That it didn't, you're right, it didn't do anything. And it's a shame because it was a, it was a great bit to add in. And we're being critical over extra content that you went, what was the fucking point? But it's still extra content, you know? Yeah, I mean, I've seen a few videos and people have like created this like whole world of stuff and built loads of things. But I'm just like, I just don't oh, really yeah. get. The you can go of nuts. It. You can go nuts in those little biomes. It's it's it, they, they, it, it's they're not endless, but they almost are. You can go fucking mental in them, but they serve no purpose at all, other than getting mm-hmm. the platinum. 
Yeah, you get the um, you get like the fur and the feathers and stuff like that, so you can then get upgrade those your upgrades yeah. to then put. But again, the upgrades felt so arbitrary, and the room requirement I thought was a cool thing, but. Even like the potions, you had to go there to like make your potions, and it was like it was like it was just adding time and effort to to do it. Um, I didn't mind that. I must admit, I didn't mind making the potions and, and making all the the sort of the, the maxi potion and that. I didn't mind that side of things. Um, I only used it was... like normal heal. I didn't use anything. Else. Oh, so I, I used yeah, the maxi like one for the extra the extra magic boost and stuff. I used that. I don't think it was needed. I mean, also I played on the easiest mode, but like I, I didn't feel like I was missing something to get me past something. You know yeah. what I mean? I didn't need I these I mean. extra things. I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. I, that's why I thought like the hard difficulty level, maybe because I, I saw like, you know, those, um, the, the plants that like the chomping plants kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You People would like, you see videos of people like setting off like six of them or something and then just watching like decimate people. It's like, that is totally unrequired <laughs> like uh, on anything like i played on normal and it just seemed like none of that the extra that the magic boost that you say it they i just used them once that i had to for a quest and that was pretty much it mm-hmm. the chomping cabbages was good though yeah it was good, it's especially in, if you're in a crowd especially early on where you've not got as many spells and there's a lot of goblins or spiders it's a good distraction to throw a couple of them in yeah that was it yeah, but i didn't I use I it that much to be fair i think i accidentally pressed the button once or twice <laughs> <laughs> love it useful mechanic <laughs> fab so yeah i think i mean overall we are all pretty positive on the game like we're all we're sort of saying, I mean, Ben, you're maybe saying like a seven point five, and then but that's still good. That's still good. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, it's. I feel like we are sort of starting to get to a point where a seven point five is finally seen as good. Um, for a long time we weren't, but thank God, I've been arguing for long enough. <laughs> fucking yeah. fucking bored of saying it, man. No, no, but I, like I, I do think like I think. For me, certainly, this was on the the high end of what we could have expected. Like, I don't know. I just, given the teams involved, I I don't know. I wasn't expecting anything blow away, and certainly from what I've played, and interesting what you say, Ben, like about how, like certainly at the point I was at that I am at, like you were way higher on it, and then dropped off. And Mm. I'm interested to see when I go back if I have Mm. a similar a similar outcome, or maybe that break will then see me through um I, it was one of yeah, it was one but... of the games that like i um so eddie on our podcast at the start he was he was into it he was into the idea of it and i was really high on it and so was donny the first week that we spoke i remember speaking to him outside the podcast and and being like yes yeah, it's, it's good and then the next week i was thinking i can't tell it because if i tell him to buy this game and he eventually gets it i will never hear the end of it he will especially, especially when Eddie won't pay more than eight quid for a game, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if I gave it to him, <laughs> even if I gave he's him my copy. Grudge on you. He's still grudge you for taking away from fucking. Oh, was it Tarkov or whatever his name was? Tarkov. Tarkov. Yeah. If I if yeah. I just asked him to play it, I, I would never hit. He'd be like, "You like this game? This is the the most shallow game I've ever played in the world." I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> 
Oh man. Well, yep, that's been a th- good discussion, a good deep discussion, I would say, on all things Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, yes. Rolling in around about an hour and a half. Um, time for some plugs. Donny, are you still on Twitter? Every time you ask me this, man. Yes, I'm behaving myself. I'm at Donny's tweets. I'm behaving myself. I'm not calling Tories cunts, even though they are cunts. I'm being good. So, yes, my Twitter account's still live, Craig. Thank you for asking again. Good, because what I'm doing is I'm building up this year because when you inevitably do get banned again, it's going to be so much harder for you to go, eh, no, I'm actually... Ah, it's gonna, uh, I know it's going to happen, my, man. My, my, new, my new handle ah, is... Just just to wait to the next fucking general election, it's going to happen again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. And ben, do you want to tell us all about your comings and goings? Uh, yeah, we, you can get our podcast, Grumpy Gamers, uh anywhere you get podcasts and we're we're also on twitter we're probably not as uh uh not as um well we're not like donny um but yeah <laughs> at grumpy gamers pod <laughs> you're not but no, again do like donny, don't worry about yeah it. yeah better said I'll, I'll blow smoke up your ass here ben because we, we have you on a lot and, and i always i always love your input but you're, you've got a great podcast and listeners if you don't if it's not on your rotation stick it in it goes live on a wednesday morning and I've appeared on it a couple of times, so they can't be that fucking bad. But maybe they are that. a little bit desperate. So, yeah, <laughs> I appreciate that. Oh, good no, I would, I would definitely agree. It's uh, it's definitely a podcast to keep an eye on. And if you haven't checked it out, then do so. Uh, I'm really shit at in, uh, uh, outros as well as intros. So I'm going to get Jess to sign us off. <laughs> <Probably> not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Launch your, your wife what's, right what's under the handle? bus. I actually don't know what my Twitter handle is. I don't know what it's it is either. It's not Jess, is it? Is it? It's X Jessie X. Oh, yeah. Fucking oh, hell! From like old school with the kisses in it. Oh, oh great! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I change that? Yes. So, I probably should change it to to. I'll wait till... change it to at Donnie's Jess. Yeah, that's what we'll do. <laughs> right. Uh, I'll do the outro then. Okay. Uh, this has been another episode of Pure Dead Gaming Afterlife. You can check out all our content at puredeadgaming.com. We are also on Twitter uh, at Pure Dead Gaming, YouTube, Twitch, probably still. I don't know if that's still active. Um, and everyone else. If you search Pure Dead Gaming, you'll find us. We're usually around uh, with an opinion or two. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and we will catch you again very soon. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Terrible. Bye. You've done it yourself. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm moving out. Bye. <laughs>